This is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at CatholicFoodie.com, and you're listening to episode 186 of the Catholic Foodie, the Vintner's Dinner at Lola in Covington. Welcome, folks, to the Catholic Foodie, where food means faith. I'm your host, Jeff Young, and today we have something special going on, very special. You probably hear some noise in the background. That noise, well, that, that noise is people, and they're talking and making a ruckus, but that's okay. <laughs> Because we are doing a show on location here at Lola in Covington. This is a special Vintner's Dinner. It is a uh, is part of the, uh, actually the kickoff of A Taste of Covington, which is uh, an event this weekend from Thursday night, which is tonight, until Sunday uh, morning, Sunday afternoon. And uh, so excited to have you join us here today at the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. And I am also very excited, folks, because I have a very good friend with me today as my co-host. I have Dr. Daniel Burns, who is a theology professor at St. Joseph Seminary College, my alma mater. Uh, Daniel Burns and I, we actually graduated from the seminary together, believe That's it or right. not. And uh, welcome, Danny. How you doing? I mean, I'm doing fantastic. I, uh, we appreciate you asking me to come here. This is a really, uh, really nice evening here. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we are here at the uh, at, at Lola, as I mentioned. Uh, this is uh, it's interesting, you know. We, we've got uh, we're going to have some folks join us later to explain more about what's going on tonight. But uh, this is the third year, the third year that we've had what they've called a taste of Covington, and uh, there, there's an event. And Danny, I know you know this event very well. Spring for Art, and, That's and right. Covington, yeah. downtown Covington is is really it's a beautiful place. Um, it, it, it's it's kind of old fashioned in a way. And so you have like lots of old shops and a lot of art, a lot of uh, galleries, and and so we've had events over the years for I mean, as far back as I can remember. I think even when we were back in the seminary, where you have events in the in the spring called Spring for Art, and then in the fall, Fall for Art, mm-hmm. and uh, which is so much fun. <laughs> and and you've got uh, galleries that are open. You've got restaurants that have special things. Well, this is the third year that what we've tried to do in Covington is actually mimic something that they do in New Orleans every That's uh, right. May. I think it's in May every year. They have the food and wine experience in New Orleans. And so a group of, uh, of people here in downtown Covington got together and tried to create uh, something similar, where it's not just a one-day event, right? Spring for Art is not one day, but it's now four days, Thursday through Sunday. And there's something every, every day. That's fantastic. And today it is the Vintner's Dinner, uh, where we're going to have uh, wine uh, paired with uh, different courses. And uh, hopefully we'll have uh, a Chef Neely Friends on in just a little bit to uh, tell us more about what we have here at Lola. But there are nine restaurants participating tonight in this event of, uh, of, of the, the Vintner's Dinner. I know there's another restaurant that you love as well as I do very much, right, right down the street. Down the street, Del Porto. Del Porto, Ristorante Del Porto. They're also participating in this event tonight. Uh, the English Tea Room is participating. Mm. Uh, as I mentioned, there's like nine of them, so a bunch of them. Gallagher's, I believe, uh, that are participating. And the wines, I think, are all 
provided courtesy of uh, Aquistapace, Aquistapace um, grocery supermarket in Covington, which has the probably the largest selection of uh, wine and, and beer and, 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 and liquor in, right. in the whole state. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I know the locals. I married a local, and she, uh, everybody, all the locals call it just IGA. I know uh, that that uh, everybody calls it. It's called Aquista Paces, but uh, in our household, it's always just IGA. It's right, very, IGA. Very nice. Yep, yep. Covington Supermarket or IGA Aquista Pace. <laughs> I've even heard people call it Aquista Pace. <laughs> Aquista Pace. That's right. <laughs> so um, anyway, a lot of good things happening here tonight, and uh, I wanted to at least start the show. We're gonna we're gonna take uh, this in courses, just like the meal. You know, I wanted to. Uh, talk with you, Danny, in the beginning, uh, kind of give folks a heads up as to what's happening here in the show. And then uh, as the evening goes on, we're going to speak with uh, Neely Friends, who's the, the chef here, along with her husband, Keith. I don't know if Keith will have a chance to come and join us or not, but I know Neely, I've already talked to her ahead of time, so she's planning on it, you know. And uh, perhaps Cliff Bergeron. Cliff, we had Cliff on as a guest of the Around the Table Food Show uh, just this past week uh, on 690 AM in New Orleans at 1380 in Baton Rouge. And Cliff was talking about this event uh, and giving us all the, the juicy details. So we'll hopefully have him on uh, shortly too. But Danny, before we do that, I wanted to ask you uh, maybe to talk a little bit more about what the connection between me and you. We went to school together. You know, I know that you're a big foodie like I am. Your wife is a is a big foodie as well, and so is mine. And so uh, maybe just tell us a little bit about what you do and about your family. I'd love to, to hear yeah, more about well, that. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, you know, uh, uh, Jeff and I, we, um, we graduated together from uh, from St. Ben's, uh, which is the St. Joseph Seminary College here in Covington. Uh, well, wait, was it way back at 97? 97. 97, yeah. That, was back, that, sounds, that sounds so back in the day now. Uh, <laughs> not, as back, not as far back as the 80s. Yeah, no, I guess not. Uh, but what, um, what I'm doing now is uh, I'm, uh, I'm working at the seminary from which we graduated. I am uh, the professor of theology there and also, um, also dean of students at the seminary. And if uh, you know, and if I may say, I mean that the uh, people may have heard that um, you know that the state of the priesthood, you know, and our numbers have been going down and all of that. But I've been really excited to say the last three years in a row, uh, enrollment in the seminary went from around seventy men to this year around one hundred and twenty-three. Oh wow! That's yeah. So uh, it, it's it, that that took a took a couple of years to get there. Realistically, next year in August of 2014, we're looking at 130, 135 men. Uh, so wow. there is really some amazing stuff going on. So uh, as um, uh, you know, as the dean of the theology department and as assistant dean of students, it's really exciting work that's going on at at at, uh, at Jeff and I's alma mater. And, and when we graduated, how many do we have in our class? From what? In our class, how many do we have? Oh, we had. Uh, I think we had about 16 guys that graduated in our class. In our class, and then we had about what 69, 68 oh, 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 you know, in the, in the overall seminary. in the school. Yeah, How many? No, we no. When we graduated, there were 56 seminaries. 56. Wow. 56, okay. 56 in our senior year. When uh, when you and I started, we there were as low as uh, there was 48 men when we oh, started man. in 20. Uh, no, uh, excuse me, 23 in uh, 1994. Yeah, there wow. were 48 guys when we graduated. There were 56, That's and amazing. now there are uh, 
now they're you know, we started in August with 120. That's, a, that's beautiful. It's amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. The spirit's been moving. It's been great. That is fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, we graduated together, and and we've kept in touch over the years. I mean, you went off to Chicago or some place right. yeah, like yeah. that, you know, and did Another some big stuff. Town, and yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then so glad to have you back. Yeah. Uh, but we've we've kept in touch over the years. And matter of fact, we don't live very far apart. And so we have cooked together. We have uh, dined together. Uh, we've gone to different restaurants together. We've That's we've right. had we've we've yeah. really been blessed in that respect. And to to be with someone that you went to seminary with, which, which is like um, you know some folks maybe have been in the army. And I don't want to make it into like a, 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 a fighting kind of a thing, but it's not. But, you know, when you're in something together with someone, right. there's something, there's a connection that's made. Absolutely. You know, and I think that uh, folks who are guys who've been in the seminary together would, would feel that, you know. That's right. And, uh, and so it's just been so good to um, to keep that up, you know, to keep that relationship up, that friendship up. And, yeah, and, and our great. families uh, to, to get together and the kids to... I know my kids love your kids. You know, my kids are a little bit older, but uh, that's right. And know. I, I like, uh, I feel blessed because uh, Jeff and I have talked frequently about me coming on over the last, you know, over the last some time now, and and here we finally get make it happen over, uh, you know, a four or five course wine uh, wine tasting menu. And it's nice. I, huh? uh, I feel uh, particularly uh, special. Was it God, God is good? Happen now. God, God is good. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's wonderful. It really is. So I'm excited about tonight. I think we have some good things that are uh, that we're going to talk about. I know that uh, in addition to the meal itself, uh, I'd like to talk with you at some point a little bit more about um, maybe Benedictine spirituality, especially the uh, the gift, the grace of of hospitality, that's because right. that was something so. Uh, important to uh, to Benedict, and and not only were you in the seminary with me, but you also spent time as a monk in formation. That's right. And so we'll talk a little bit more about that shortly. But right now we're going to take a break and uh, see what's uh, we, we, maybe we can get a little word on what the progress is on uh, the start of this dinner. Okay. All right. Hi, this is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie, and I want to invite you to join me on a food and faith pilgrimage to the Holy Land, organized by Select International Tours from February 25th to March 7th, 2015. On this pilgrimage, we will be exploring many of the sites that I feature in my soon-to-be-released cookbook published by Ligori Publications. The name of the book is Around the Table with the Catholic Foodie, Middle Eastern Cuisine, and it is scheduled to be released November 1st. The first 10 people to sign up for this pilgrimage will receive a free autographed copy of the cookbook. On this journey to Israel, we will explore Bethlehem, Cana, Nazareth, Jerusalem, Jericho, Ein Karim, and Emmaus. We'll celebrate Mass on the Mount of Beatitudes and sail on the Sea of Galilee. We'll visit Jesus' tomb, the place where he was buried and where he rose from the dead. On this food and faith pilgrimage, we will walk the land of Jesus and taste the culture through the delicious foods of the Middle East, dining in some of Israel's best restaurants and receiving cooking lessons from some of Israel's top chefs. On this pilgrimage, we will grow in faith together around the table of the Eucharist and around the dinner table as we share some of the same foods that Jesus used to eat. For more information and to register, go to catholicfoodie.com. Welcome back to the Catholic Foodie. We're here on location at uh, Lola in Covington, uh, one of my favorite restaurants uh, in the whole world, as a matter of fact. Uh, Keith and Neely friends who are married chefs they own and operate uh, Lola in Covington. They also have a food truck called Lola Deux. That's Lola Two, Two in French. 
And uh, food truck, fantastic. Only food truck on the North Shore, as a matter of fact. And uh, if you haven't heard about the food truck craze, well, you're missing out because food trucks rock. And uh, here we are at this Vintner's Dinner. Uh, the first wine has been poured. It is a, um, what is it? Let's say we have a Pierre-André uh, Bourguignon Blanc that they just poured. It's a Chardonnay. And uh, so, Danny, what you think about it? What you think? Oh, about the menu or about the, wa- the wine? Oh, oh, no, the wine. Oh, the wine is delicious. We got, we, we got, uh, yeah, we got to get the Bourguignon. Uh, it is, uh, yeah, for, for Chardonnay is great. Uh, I'm really appreciating it. It's very light. I, um, delicious, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a huge Chardonnay fan. Um, as a matter of fact, my wife can't even drink Chardonnay because it um, doesn't agree with her. You know, white wine does not agree with my wife. So we, we drink a lot of red and not, not white. But I, I thought, Danny, we could take a few minutes here to talk about the menu, uh, just kind of go over what's, what's uh, happening here tonight. We've got, I think, four different... Um, actually, uh, we're going to take another little quick break because uh, they're giving a little talk, so we'll take a break. Very nice. So, again, if you uh, caught any of that, uh, they were basically talking about the um, uh, the wine, this uh, Chardonnay that we're having right now, and also uh, the first uh, the first course. The first course is going to be pork and beans, pork but, and of course, beans. it's not going to be the kind of pork and beans that you would think of, right? I mean, right. this is, uh, listen to this, this is braised Berkshire pork cheek, white beans and pork juice. Uh, and, of course, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just... Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, the pork, bacon. I mean, you know, bacon is just such a good thing. Um, of course, um, well, you know, the other night, I, I didn't tell you this. The other night I was uh, at a event in New Orleans. It was called the Best Chefs of Louisiana. And this was Tuesday night. We're on a Thursday night here, so two days ago. And one of the dishes that I tried, they had all kind of restaurants there, a bunch of different dishes. Uh, one of them that I tried was uh, oysters and brochette. And it was oysters nice. with with bacon, and those the the oysters were actually speared with uh, rosemary sprigs of rosemary. Oh, that's man! That's it amazing. was uh, it was incredible. Yeah, rosemary is my favorite. I love it. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So when you start talking about like uh, bacon and uh, white beans, I love white beans. Um, and then later on, we actually the second course we're gonna have a crispy oyster and lardon salad, uh, crispy oysters. What do you think about that? Man, man, crispy oysters. Yeah, well, I'm assuming that they're doing the the white, uh, the, you know, the white wines with the pork and the beans, and I, I, we've yet to see what the uh, what the pairing is with the oysters, but the with the uh, with the pork cheek and the beans, we've got this white wine to kind of cut through the acidity, to kind of cut through the very richness, of, you know, of the, the pork and the beans, and uh, we we haven't had any yet, but I'm very looking very forward to seeing how it pairs off. That's right. And you know the, the the wine for the second course is going to be a white wine also. That's going to be a a, a, a Chablis. Oh yeah, okay, Chablis. Uh, oh yeah, the Chablis. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, 
Uh, we'll see how that works. I think the third course is where the, the, the meal, the actually entree, is going to be a pan-seared goldfish. Oh, yeah, don't know fish. what goldfish yet. We don't know what kind of fish yet. We'll find out. Uh, they also have roasted baby eggplant, cauliflower puree, grape tomato vinaigrette, and the wine pairing is going to be a rouge. It's going to be a red, a bourguignon rouge. And then uh, for dessert, there's also a wine pairing for that, but we'll save dessert for later. We'll, we'll talk about that yeah, in a little right, while. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll deal with that. Man, this, this looks wonderful. I'm looking forward to that goldfish. Yeah. Fantastic. So hopefully we'll also get to have uh, Chef Neely uh, come out and talk to us uh, when she's not so busy. Right now she's serving food. So we'll be back in just a moment. Hi, this is Jeff Young, producer and host of the Catholic Foodie Podcast and co-host of the Around the Table Food Show. I want to invite you to join me each week as I discuss food, faith, and family. From food in the Bible to delicious recipes that you can prepare any night of the week, from on-location restaurant reviews and in-depth conversations with local chefs to interviews with cookbook authors and more, you will find inspiration and encouragement to get into the kitchen and to gather with your family as often as possible around the table. You'll find all this and more at catholicfoodie.com, where food meets faith. All right, welcome back. We, uh, you know, Chef Neely has been so busy in the background uh, preparing the food and serving the food. So now, now we have a chance to talk with her. Chef Neely, how are you? I'm doing fine. You enjoying everything? Oh, it's wonderful. Everything oh, is fantastic. Good. You know, uh, you were one of the first guests that I ever had on the Around the Table Food Show, the radio show I do in New Orleans and yeah. Baton Rouge. And it's so good to have you now on the Catholic Foodie. I'm excited. No, it, it's kind of nice. You could talk about it and eat it all at the same time. And, well, it's, it's always good to be on location. You know, we did lo- on-location shows in New Orleans because this, the studio for Around the Table is in New Orleans. It's easy to kind of go around there. We need to do an on-location show for the radio show here. Oh, yeah. That but I'm good. very excited to have you here on Catholic Foodie. It's fantastic. <laughs> So what's going on tonight? What are we serving tonight? I know we, Danny and I tried to talk a little bit about the menu, but you know more about what's going on. So this first course is what? Well, uh, the first course is uh, Berkshire braised pork cheeks with white beans and a pork jus. So this is what we're calling our version of pork and beans. I love it. You know, I've never liked pork and beans until today. Well, hopefully you enjoy these pork and beans. And then we actually, um, at the last minute, we decided to garnish it with a little bit of mint that we've been growing Ooh. out in the, the garden out front. So uh, I think it's a nice rustic dish, and the mint kind of brings it, gives a little bit of freshness. I love it. You know, we, we love mint. I love in the in the uh, Lebanese cuisine, the, the Middle Eastern cuisine that uh, I'm used to cooking at home a lot, we do a lot of mint, whether it's in the tabbouleh or whatever. And the mint uh, is really growing well now. Yeah. I'm just so excited about that because, you know, some people have a green thumb. I have a black thumb. And so when, when mint grows for me, I'm excited. Yeah. My mint always dies, but for some reason, with all this crazy weather we've been having, oh, the mint out front weird. has really, like, it's huge. It's gone. It, it's we got to use it. I know, mine too. I was thinking about that. I need to start clipping this and using it, you know. So uh, what else do we have on the menu? Anything else you want to talk about yet, or you want to wait until uh, a little bit later, or what? Um, I guess we'll wait till the next course, if you don't mind. But I will say oh, no that um, we, we have a pork belly salad coming mm. out. It's a crispy mm. pork belly salad with uh, fried local oysters, and that happens to be uh, one of my all-time oh, favorites. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm excited. Well, good. I can't wait. Well, enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank You're you. welcome. All right. Welcome back. We are, uh, I think we just finished uh, the second course, which, (laughs) 
I mean, what you talk about. Uh, <laughs> it was just amazing. It is. We're, we're still kind of uh, in awe that we're even here. Um, the second course, crispy oysters, lardon salad, uh, microgreen, shaved radish, avocado ranch, farmhouse, dairy company feta. Um, it was, well, insane. It was. It was a, uh, it was a, um, a wonderful mixture of, you know, just perfect texture and, and, and flavors, and some pickle and some, you know, and some, some of the rich flavors of the oyster and the avocado was amazing. Well, I mean, I love, I mean, you know, anything crispy. I love uh, fried stuff. And, of oh, yeah, course, sure. <laughs> you know, my, my, my wife is not a fan of fried food, but anytime I can get a fried po' boy, I, I'll get a fried shrimp po' boy or something like that, I, I'd like to do it, you know. And so to have those crispy fried oysters on top of that uh, that salad was just incredible. And you had uh, some pork in there, too, and that was just, um, Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, and the, the, combination, the combination was uh, fantastic. Yeah, I, I'm used to eating this in, in, in large portions in a, uh, yeah, like in a po' boy, but having right, something right. delicate, very nicely com- composed on a plate was a real treat. Well, you know, that's the thing. When you've got uh, a, a meal like this, which is done over courses, you've got, you know, it's, it's smaller portions. And it's over time. And that's one of the beautiful things. You know, one of the things that we talk about on the Around the Table Food Show a lot is the fact that uh, a meal is really supposed to be an event, right? It's not just, let's not just put gas in the gas tank. Let's uh, spend time together as a family. Let's let's sit around the table. Let's talk. Let's, um, you know, this communion happens around the table. And so that's, that's you want to you enjoy that time, not just rush through it. And so it's, it's good when you have food or meals where you've got courses coming out. And this tonight is just beautiful. It really is. It, it reminds me, we have a, um, a stained glass window here in Lola Restaurant with uh, with, uh, with St. Benedict. I, I, we, we haven't quite got the story on how they have a stained glass window here right? Uh, yeah. with, with, with uh, uh, the raven of St. Benedict on it. But uh, but Jeff, you know, I mean, but both you and I were... Um, were trained by Benedictines. That's right. That's right. And Saint Benedict, in his holy rule, which has been so pervasive in all of you know in, in all of Western culture and Catholicism in general, to enshrine eating, it really does. Yeah. Right. That uh, he teaches us. Uh, you know, Saint Benedict teaches us in the rule to um, to treat the pots and pans and the forks and knives of the kitchen of the meal as though they were the sacred vessels of the altar. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, and, I mean, he tells us that the continuation, you know, that the, the, the Holy Eucharist, or rather we can say this, that our communion that we take at supper, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. at the table, okay. is, a, uh, is an extension of the kind of communion of the Holy Sacrifice of the altar. Right, and so right. I find myself, I find myself amazed um, not you know, amazed, but uh, deeply moved that they have a stained glass window of St. Benedict here in yeah. Lola Restaurant. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's amazing. They, they probably have no idea of the connection themselves, you know. But having you and I, having uh, studied with Benedictines and, and uh, going through the seminary, and, you know, we see the connection. But, you know, when I was in uh, Mexico... One of the things that uh, I, I was with um, in formation with Mother Teresa's priest, the missionary of the Charity Fathers, 
And one of the things that really struck me, they would have a, a sign outside the chapel. And one of the things that was stressed is that what happens in a chapel is the same kind of thing that should happen in the rest of the house. Absolutely. Right? It's not just about us going in and praying individually, and that's that. It's, you know, it, we are the body of Christ. We are together. We are community. And we, we are all united to the one head who is Christ. And we have to treat each other in the same way that we would treat Jesus himself. No, that, that's absolutely, and that, that, is, that is abundantly clear in the rule of Benedict, that the hospitality you experience if you ever have the pleasure to visit a Benedictine monastery is one where the visitor is Christ uh, and, 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 and is treated that way. So hospitality is enshrined in the very beginnings of, uh, of Catholic spirituality, Catholic experience of religion. Hospitality uh, and hospitality, which means comfort, it means food, it means drink. Everything that we understand hospitality to be is uh, is enshrined in the rule of Benedict, which uh, which it, the, the tradition of the Church calls Saint Benedict the father of Europe. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. nothing less than the father <laughs> of Europe, because so many yeah. of the so many of the traditions and the things that we do around the table. Uh, morning and even you know uh, a morning offering when you wake up, an evening mm, prayer mm, when you go to sleep, mm, mm. saying grace yeah. before meals. Yeah. Right. The rule of Saint Benedict. That's uh, where that comes from. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The uh, the uh, uh, a period of rest after lunch, and then Siesta. picking up the yoke of uh, of labor again. Uh, right. You know after yeah. three or four o'clock. <laughs> that you know the the, the 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 Mediterranean understanding of siesta. Yes. The rule of Saint yeah. Benedict. Wow. Uh, and yeah, it's it's uh, all of these practices that we associate with Mediterranean culture, with European culture, are really secular versions of, or uh, we could say, uh, what laymen and women can do to mm-hmm. live like yeah. Benedictine monks. Right. Yeah. Which is so beautiful, and you think about uh, even the name Benedict. I mean, in Latin, is what Benedictus, right? Right, it means blessing. It means blessing, blessing, or speaking good, speaking blessing, speaking good, speaking well. Um, these are things that uh, that can bless our own lives, uh, no, no, yeah. even in the family. Busy families that we have today, we can still uh, benefit from the wisdom of no, monks in our, our Catholic you know, tradition. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jeff, you know that that you and I both live very busy, have very busy lives with children and lovely wives, and sometimes the morning offering, the evening offering, and grace before meals is about as holy as it gets. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's that's all we can do. Yeah, that happens. And and, uh, and, uh, once again, St. Benedict really enshrines the understanding of prayer and work. Yes. That the work that we do... These times that we might think that we're spending away from the Lord right. are, are, are really sacrifices that we do for the Lord, or mm. for the mystical body of Christ, building up of the church. You know, that, that your, your very basic labor, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's washing dishes, whether it's doing laundry, whether it's balancing a checkbook, uh, whether it's working in your cubicle at the office, Right. Yeah. Is is yeah. work for the Lord, and you come to get, and you come with your family at the end and the beginning of the day, and at meals 
and you pray, and that consecrates the whole day to the Lord. And it kind of gives you a better understanding, too, of the, the, the concept of communion, what communion's all about, right? Because, uh, I mean, it's, God is, is one with us, and, and it, nothing is uh, too scary for Jesus. He's not scared of, like, dirty diapers. He's not scared of, like, uh, the work of, of cleaning the kitchen. He's not scared of even our sins. I mean, he's not afraid of any of that. And, and he's one with us, and he, 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 he desires to draw us not only to be one with him, but one with each other in him. You Absolutely. Know? No, one with each other, and that's... Uh, and, 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 uh, and, Jeff, you, uh, you, you bring up a good point, and you'll forgive me if, if I get overly theological with this, but Go we ahead. understand in a Catholic ahead. faith that God is a trinity, Father, right. Son, and Spirit. God experiences his own self as a community of people, a community of persons. Mm. And, I, and that's one reason why I get so excited about this understanding of the Catholic foodie, is that what, what, greater, what greater place than around the food Right, that we understand a community of persons. Right. Well, we, uh, uh, theological anthropology is one of the disciplines I do, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the disciplines I teach at, at seminary. And theological anthropology is nothing more than asking the question, what does it mean to say that we are made in the image and likeness of God? Mm. And when we understand that God is a community of people and experiences himself as a community of people, when we understand that we are in communion, when we are eating with each other and talking and, and listening and loving, is where we express our image and likeness right. of God. Yeah. yeah, it's really, I mean, it's really beautiful and profound. Now, you don't need to experience the tear-jerking profundity of this all the time, <laughs> right? right? But it's the cumulative effect right. of yes. eating meals together, yeah. right, and and uh, and not speaking and seeing. How, uh, how someone eats and how they, you know, and all of these other nonverbal ways of communication that we have to understand the Father and Son and Spirit do. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. they're nonverbal, you know, and, and it's, uh, and just that, that understanding of the deep communication um, that we can experience over the table, over prayer, yeah. um, over watching a movie with your loved ones. Yeah. These are all very, very deeply spiritual actions. Yeah, yeah it's one of those things where, you know, I, I know that um, one of the most intimate uh, things that we can do is to share a meal with someone. You know, and I, I know that uh, you think about when, when people or when men and women first start to date, right? They, they go out on a date. What do they do? Absolutely. They, they go out to eat. You know, they go eat somewhere with good food. And, and then sure. they're able to converse and enjoy the food and to talk and to, to commune. And that's what happens not just on first dates. It's what happens around the table when you have children and, and you know, anniversaries, but also every day. You know, every day, we have, God built into us the need to eat. And so we, we, we you know, traditionally, we eat three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we have an opportunity three times a day to come together with other people to experience God, to experience each other, and to experience the goodness of His creation through the food that we eat. I think that's amazing. No, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, obviously, uh, the, I mean, the Old Testament 
and the New Testament are filled with food imagery. Yes. I mean, you know, and, and <laughs> yeah. eating in common. I mean, the, the, the right. Passover, you know, of, of, you, know, of the, you know, the Passover of the Jews, the Last Supper of our Lord, uh, you know, the very, the single most important sacrament of the Catholic Church is a Eucharist, you know, is the Eucharistic Supper, which is yes. a celebration yes. of our Lord's Last Supper. You know, uh, and once again, if I could bring in St. Benedict, uh, Benedict understands that and it understands that it is uh, that is that to eat in common is an absolutely fundamental aspect of being in communion, in communion. of an expression right. of our image and likeness of God. Absolutely, yes. And and families today are so busy. Unfortunately, it's very very difficult for them to uh, to do that. But one of the things that I tried to promote both here at the Catholic Foodie and also on the around around the table food show is the necessity, the absolute necessity of families to make time to eat as often as is possible together around the table. You know, it's just such an important thing to do. God built that into us. We can't just let it slide by because there's too many soccer practices and too much homework. And, you know, you sure. Know. <laughs> you know, I, I, mean, I, I teach at college. My lovely bride educates our children and is an occupational therapist. Everybody's busy. Everybody's busy. And, 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 you know, the culture today, that's everybody's busy. But everybody needs to eat. And that is the point where we can all slow down and give praise to our Lord, uh, be thankful for our family, and sit down and get to know one another. Like the Holy Trinity understands itself as a community. Right. understands itself as a family, Father, Son, Spirit. That's right. Uh, right. And so around the table, there is no better way of doing that except possi possibly around the Eucharistic table of our Lord and Mass. Amen. Yeah. Amen, brother. I think we should take a break so that we can uh, commune <laughs> sure. around this table. i got some food got sitting got in front some, of me. Uh, food I right eat. here, yeah. too. That's right. All right, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie, and I want to invite you to join me on a food and faith pilgrimage to the Holy Land, organized by Select International Tours from February 25th to March 7th, 2015. On this pilgrimage, we'll be exploring many of the sites that are featured in my soon-to-be-released cookbook published by Ligori Publications. The name of the book is Around the Table with the Catholic Foodie, Middle Eastern Cuisine, and it is scheduled to be released November 1st. The first 10 people to sign up for this pilgrimage will receive a free autographed copy of the cookbook. On this journey to Israel, we will explore Bethlehem, Cana, Nazareth, Jerusalem, Jericho, Ein Karim, and Emmaus. We'll celebrate Mass on the Mount of Beatitudes and sail on the Sea of Galilee. We'll visit Jesus' tomb, the place where he was buried and where he rose from the dead. On this food and faith pilgrimage, we will walk the land of Jesus and taste the culture through the delicious foods of the Middle East, dining in some of Israel's best restaurants and receiving cooking lessons from some of Israel's top chefs. On this pilgrimage, we will grow in faith together around the table of the Eucharist and around the dinner table as we we share some of the same foods that Jesus used to eat. For more information and to register, go to catholicfoodie.com. Well, we are almost at the end of the dinner here, and uh, we're very privileged to have Keith Friends, Chef Keith Friends, here on the show with us. And uh, can you hear me all right? I can hear you perfectly. All right, good. Well, how did it go tonight? It was awesome. It went very well. There was a good turnout of people, uh, great food, great wine, and uh, 
great, beautiful weather? Perfect. I think so. So um, the, the last, uh, the last, the, the main course, uh, tell us about that. What was that? It was a, a golf fish? Uh, what we did, we, uh, we lightly bronzed some uh, golf mahi-mahi. It's like a light, a light blackening mix, but a little sugar in it to caramelize on the fish. Uh, we served that with some uh, roasted baby eggplants and then some cauliflower puree. And then we topped it with a uh, roasted grape tomato vinaigrette with basil, shallots, garlic, a little cane vinegar. I, I, I just have to say it was insane. It was good. It was insanely good. <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> now, your, your, uh, the eggplants and the cauliflower, all those uh, good things there, that came from the, the is it local? It was local uh, veggies or what? Not, not right now. It's not egg, it's, it's not eggplant right now. Uh, I got this from my purveyor who got them from uh, some farm, I think, in uh, Texas they came out of. But, um, but that dish, oh, the golf fish is local, but... Um, that was it. Because, yeah, I mean, I asked that because I know that typically that y'all, y'all try to do local things. You know, I see y'all at the farmer's market frequently, and so I know you try to do local cuisine as much as you we're, can. Yeah, we're big advocates of the yeah. farmer's market over here. A lot of great vendors. Um, all of our cheese from the, from the dish night came from the farmer's market. Uh, they brought to me yesterday. Um, we use a lot of things at lunchtime and nighttime from the market, especially at nighttime, more fancy prepared foods. Uh, like we like to use kale from there right now, Swiss chard, the cheese, of course, uh, some of the shrimp, and then quail eggs, a bunch of things. Yeah. You know, Danny and I were talking earlier about that because uh, I'm not a, a huge eggplant fan, or I really haven't been up until about a couple of months ago. Uh, eggplant, cauliflower, things that I would tend to stay away from, you know. But they use that a lot in Israel. And so when I was on my trip, I ate a lot of eggplant, yeah. or aubergine as they call it, right? Okay. A lot of eggplant and a lot of cauliflower. Yeah. So I came back and it's like, I kind of miss that. I like it. It was good. Yeah, my, my, uh, my mom's family is Italian, so we ate eggplant all the time. Parmesan. Most was, of most was um, pinead. We had pine eggplant with everything oh, yeah. all the time. So yeah. I grew up eating it. Um, like I typically get, if I go to a seafood restaurant, I'm going to get the eggplant, whatever, whatever on top of it. So... That's one of my favorite things to eat. Would it be considered a vegetable or a fruit? I don't know. That's uh, I, I would I would think it's a, a vegetable, but I don't know. That's uh, I hear fruit and seeds. I don't know. It's a debate, like a tomato. Yeah, like a tomato. Well, I mean, I always. I mean, you know, you hear that tomato is really a fruit, but yeah. in my mind, it's still like a vegetable. You yeah, know, when I was too. growing up as a kid. But I mean, it's good. I know that it's good. That's great. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this, because I know that um, you guys are open lunch every day. And what about dinner? We do our lunch uh, Monday through Friday from 10.30 to 2.30. Friday, we close a bit early at 2 on Fridays because of the transition from our night our dinner shift. Which start, um, we start serving food at 5.30 to 9.30, but we do a happy hour with our bar start at 5. So you come a half hour early. If we're ready in the kitchen, we'll serve 5, 5.30, but um, typically 5.30 we start. All right, good. And, and so if, if someone who is not from here, maybe they're from Baton Rouge, maybe they're from New Orleans, how would they get here? Um, like how would they get here? Yeah, so like we're, we're located, or? you know, we're located, you're located where? Oh, you're we're, located, we're located in downtown Covington. Downtown Covington, uh, 517 North New Hampshire Street. We're in a historic train depot. Um, which, is a, which is amazing, by the way, because part of your kitchen is actually the, an old train, isn't it? Yeah, it, our, our kitchen is a, a train caboose. 
Our kitchen's <laughs> outfitted. It's, we've got everything in the kitchen, but it's all confined. Hot in the summer, cold in the winter. That's amazing. A couple of good days of the year. That's amazing. But, uh, we built our, the kitchen was built around this huge uh, pizza three-deck oven with a marble marble insert, so it oh. cooks bread fast. Uh, when we do pizza at nighttime, it does a great pizza. It's just great for a, a great baking oven, which... Yeah. Which we do a lot of here. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. You know I love pizza. <laughs> well, good. And and uh, people can find you online as well. It's uh, the the uh, website. It's uh, LolaCovington.com. Uh, Facebook, uh, Lola Restaurant. My wife does the Twitter. I don't do the Twitter. Um, but, yeah, I update every day our lunch specials. We try to put pictures on there as much as we can. But, yeah. Um, that's well, how to get in touch I, with I know that I frequently, uh, you know, in the more I actually I look forward to what your specials are every day. I, yeah. I try to like that and share that and, and all that, you know. I try to put it on by nine, between nine fifteen, nine thirty. Yeah, I know. I, I've, I've noticed that. I've noticed that. I've. Uh, <laughs> if, I, if I'm like nine forty-five, people start calling, what's for lunch, and I'm like, I'm about to post it. So. Yeah, I'm always looking for the it. Where is it? Where is it? With social media. Well, good. it's good. It's good to be engaged. You know, people people pay attention. Yeah, that's so our advertising. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, you have a great operation here. Fantastic night tonight. And uh, best of luck to you, man. Well, appreciate it. Thank appreciate you, Thanks for coming out and, uh, for the dinner. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. You. Well, Danny, I think, uh, I think we've come to the end of the night. Uh, how was it for you? Oh, man, this was, this was a real treat. Uh, um, my wife and I, you know, we have we have three and a half children, right? We got we have we have one in Utah right now, which is due in July, mid July. We're looking very forward to it, but as such, you very seldom get to eat like this, right? Yes. Right. Yes, and uh, yes. this was a uh, a real treat for me. Uh, the only negative thing I would have to say is that my lovely bride's not here with me right now. Right, yeah. yes. I could say the same. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It was a wonderful night. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, it, they, they, they do such a good job here at, uh, at Lola. Uh, I, I had, you know, talked to my wife earlier today about this, and we were, we were just reflecting on the fact that uh, we come here a lot, and oftentimes, you know, just during the week, and it's for lunch, and since we homeschool, we can do that. And uh, one of the things that we love to get, I mean, they have so many different soups that they have here. You, usually they'll have three soups on the menu every day. Uh-huh. And so you can come and always find something that you like, always something good. And it's so inexpensive. I mean, you get a, a bowl of soup, I think it's like 550 or 575 something like that. Uh, it comes with like some uh, home, home-baked uh, bread on the side. And uh, the salads are reasonable. Everything's reasonable. And so it's, it's one of they have a, a patio out front. Uh, where you can sit and enjoy the weather, especially you know you can only do that really in the spring and the fall in Louisiana. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? No, yeah, that's right. Um, only if, there's, yeah, limited yeah, amount limited of time. Amount of time. But it's really nice. I mean, it's beautiful this time of the year, especially. It's so sunny and and typically cool mm-hmm. in the in the early afternoon. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just very nice. And uh, they recently revamped the in, the interior here, the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, they've gotten more space, more table room. Uh, they've got a bar that extends uh, along one of the walls here next to the kitchen. And uh, they also have the, the bar here where we're sitting, uh, which is, um, I guess, I guess the, the, the typical bar, right? Yeah. Uh, you've got your cocktails and whatnot behind you. Um, but anyway, uh, fantastic night. I think it the wines been. were excellent. They were all French. 
They all went very well with each dish that we had, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I really did. And something I really appreciated uh, is that we have a farmer's market maybe half a block away from this right. location. Yes, A block yes. away or so that, that, that yeah. is every, every Wednesday and every Saturday. And they made a point out of creating this meal um, with significant components right. from yes. locally grown yes. farmer's market kind of stuff. And, you know, uh, that, that's just, that, that just makes for good food. Oh, yeah. I, I know it's also very faddish, but it's faddish for a reason. It's, it's just good. good food. It's good. Yeah, well, it's yeah I mean, it's, it's local, it's fresh, right. you know, all, and, and you're, you're, you're supporting yeah. local farmers. I mean, it's yeah. a really a good thing. And, you know, they do. They On a typical basis, on a regular basis, I see uh, Keith and Neely at the farmer's market a lot, not only um, shopping, but they also they bring the food truck out there sometimes. That's and right. And so the food truck is out there, Lola Du, uh, preparing foods for, for people to buy and to, uh, to enjoy out at the farmer's market. Uh, but, yes, I mean, they, they did as much as possible tonight. I think they incorporated what they could from the local farmers, you know, at the farmer's That's market. Right. So. And, and there's something that feels good about eating at a restaurant. The owners of, you know, like, okay, let me say it this way. Their daughter goes to preschool with my daughter. Oh well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's community. And yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's a community, and it's uh, yeah, it's a, you know, it dovetails very nicely with the conversation we had earlier, but the communitarian aspect of real communion, of That's real right. food, yeah. um, of a real life in Christ, and it makes me feel good to know that the people who just cooked my meal send their daughter to the same school that my daughter goes to and my daughter has princess parties oh, yes. with their daughter right isn't that cool <laughs> right? isn't that cool that's it's awesome good stuff. It's good that's stuff. awesome well I mean it's, it's funny because you think about the parish life you know I think a lot of times we may have gotten into the routine over the years of you know you go to church you leave church you get in the parking lot you try to kill each other getting out of the parking lot uh, which is that you know that was always a joke yeah. about um you know, you go to, to, to mass, and you, you know, you go sit in the parking lot when you're, right. you're trying to leave. You know, um, but the fact is, is that we are a family. We're a family. That's We're right. the family of God. Right. We come together at the parish. That's where we meet. That's where we we, we gather around the Father's table, right? Um, and, and and He gives us the best meal, His very self, uh, right. through Jesus, His Son, in the Eucharist. And, and, which is just an awesome thing, and uh, I think it kind of brings everything home for us. You know, everything we talked about tonight, uh, from the Eucharist, from um, the, the church, the body of Christ, to the experience that we have of communion around the family table at home, to a place like this, where it is local, local food. Uh, you have chefs who are right here, part of the community. Uh, they right. give to the community. It's not just uh, making money. Uh, they, they have to be in business, of course, but they also do a lot to, to give back to the community, like many of the chefs do all across uh, New Orleans. They, they, you see that a lot in New Orleans, um, in the greater New Orleans area, That's chefs right. who come together for a good cause, and they, they give back to the community. And it's really all about that, right, family and That's community. Right. That's right. So, Danny, it has been such a treat having you here with me tonight. I, I thank you very much for, for joining me. Uh, tonight as co-host of the Catholic Foodie. I really enjoyed that, and, and I look forward to cooking with you and dining with you some more in the very near future. 
Thank you very much, Jeff. I appreciate you having me on. It's been a pleasure. It really has. Thank well, you. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, folks, if you have any questions, comments, thoughts about uh, food and faith, you can always give me a call, leave voice feedback. I'd love to play your feedback here on the show. You can give me a call at 985-635-4974, 985-635-4974. And I'd be happy to hear from you and to play that uh, feedback here on the show. And until next time, bon appétit. This production is affiliated with SQPN, the StarQuest Production Network, leading the way.